Hey, this that Eastside Johnny Big Redemption life. Know what I'm talking about? Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, John Wade, the Garnet Texan. And John, we had football yesterday. Well, one team played football yesterday. The other team played football in the second half. We were just having a conversation about it, and I wanted to record because I didn't want any of this to come out beforehand. So where do you want to start? With the recap of the game, I'll let you choose so that way we can stay the course. But yesterday was not a good day for the Texans and definitely not a good day for Texans fans. You know, I'm not saying the world's ending. I want to make sure that I want to make that perfectly clear. It is week one. Everybody understand it is week one. And it was against the one dynasty the NFL has seen in the last 15 years. And they've been fucking amazing every year. And they're going to be good. So understand that. Well, how I'm going to start with is due to recent events in my life, I really, I I don't want to be just like Houston Twitter right now where the sky is falling. Right. The world is ending. Everything's burning up. Sure. And I I agree. I don't think we should be that way. And the way people are, are reacting literally like that. I agree. This would be, yesterday's performance would be one thing if this was a playoff game. They, our team came out, the Texans came out literally like it was an extra preseason game. They played it, it seemed like, with the intensity of a preseason game. These were still guys who were out there trying to to figure things out. Yep. And this is everybody from Deshaun to everybody except for our safety groups. Who's the... Holy shit, they should be the ones that... This is the best safety group this team's ever had, hands down. And we're talking about a rookie as a part of that. This is literally the best safety group we've ever had. The rotation with Matthew, Jackson, and Reed... It's amazing. That was... They... Kareem balled the fuck out, by the way. Balled out. Far and away, the brightest spot of yesterday's game was our safety play. Far and away. I think that was Kareem's best game in general as a Texan. I think so, too. It's definitely the best we've ever seen our safeties play yep. as Texans in general. I agree. And the fact that Kareem Jackson was part of that is absolutely amazing. I agree with you. And again... And Honey Badger the, needs to be locked up like right now. Yeah. We just need I, to I'm lock him I'm not even kidding when no. I put that out on, on Twitter. Oh, did you put it out there? Yeah. Oh, like, no. He needs to be locked up like today. Crowdfund it. What do we need to do to it, make this it happen? Doesn't, whatever it takes, like do not let this dude even touch free agency next year. Because this safety market is extremely fucking low right now, and you could get him for a good deal. And you could front load it to where it's not even going to be that bad the next couple years. Just get it done. The dude's obviously a fucking player. Yeah. Our defense is going to be There's going to be a lot of cussing on this podcast. Just I want to get that out of the way right now. If you guys are going to listen to this while you are driving your kids to school... I would just stop for 10 minutes and then come back once you say goodnight, goodbye, have a great day at school. I love you. Did you get your lunch? All right, great. And then once the door shuts, hit play again. No, as the uh, as the Eagles kind of proved last year, you start with your safeties and you build around them. And 
right now that group of safeties we don't have we don't have a we don't have a heavy hitter we don't have somebody that really can't can line up wrong like we were arguing about earlier yeah however what we have back there for coverage and just knack for making plays yep lock lock them guys lock all, all three of them just keep the three of them together for the next four years and we're gonna be in good shape Kareem's only got like another what two years right yeah but, and now that he's playing full-time safety, his his career just got extended, by the way. Yeah, dude. Just so everybody understands. He looked good. Yeah, he looked good. All right. Um, but just kind of getting it out of the way, start with where everybody wants to start, Deshaun. Deshaun looked like a rookie. You know what? He still pretty much is. Um, I under, I completely understand the argument that you're about to say he should have taken more snaps in the preseason. I get that. You only know I'm going to say that because you just heard me say that, so that's not fair to yeah. use that against me. Well, I'm, you wouldn't have known I was going to say that until now. We just had the conversation prior to the recording button was hit. Well, it was the same argument that's been out there on Twitter too, and what, like I even put out on Twitter, had Deshaun played more during the preseason and gotten hurt on the preseason, we would. Bill O'Brien would have been ran out of town. Bill O'Brien would have been fired before the first game even started. I understand that. So there really is no winning this argument. I completely get Deshaun was processing things incredibly slow. I think part of it is just the Patriots. They their their coaching staff, even though they always like send their coaches somewhere else, that Patriot system has been in place for 15 years now. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's longer than no, that. It's 2001. So 20 so. years, essentially, yeah. of the same style of coaching. Whomever they plug in, they're going to play sound, discipline, football. They're able to do things in coverage with their zones and the way they mix things up and the way that they um, they spin, essentially, their coverage around that will confuse a veteran quarterback. Mm-hmm. Watson still hasn't had even a full season worth of games. So he's out there, he's rusty, and they just throw things at him that he has never seen before. And we were really, this is where we were really missing Will Fuller. I think one of the best things that Will Fuller does is if you try, essentially if you tried to do like some of these more unique zone combo, he's way too fast. He just completely busts it. He stretches it too far. He takes the top off. Yeah. It, so it makes it impossible for them to run those sort of defenses. Okay. And it's amazing because Vincent Smith runs a 4-3. Mm-hmm. But it's still not quite the same as having a, somebody out there was 4-2. And that also goes back to how well Fuller runs his his routes. So more so than Deshaun being slow, he we missed Fuller. And Deshaun just, he needs to play more. He just just comes down to it. He needs to play more. And you're, he, they're not going to play him during the preseason. It, I don't know of any coaches right now that really would have played him as much as they needed to during the preseason because of the injury injury risk with him. Okay, so Will Fuller not being there is uh, that's pretty much an excuse in my opinion. Top tier quarterbacks have wide receivers go down all the time and they tend to perform. So saying that one wide receiver wasn't there is not a good enough excuse for the way that Deshaun played in yesterday's game. Now, Deshaun. Everybody gave me shit for what I said about the way he approached the Rams game. I got multiple texts during that because they all thought that I was doubting Deshaun, not doubting Deshaun's skill. But the way he approached that game and his body language and his tone, the way he was moving on the field, 
he just did not look, he didn't look comfortable and he didn't look engaged. Yesterday was pretty much identical to the Rams game. He didn't look comfortable. He didn't look engaged. And Will Fuller not being there, yeah, does that help? Obviously, it's another option. It's a guy he's familiar with in comparison to Vincent Smith. I'll give you that. But if we're talking about Deshaun being a top-tier quarterback, one wide receiver can't be can't be that one that can't be the part part of the reason even because no, the great ones not. don't let that happen. I mean, we're talking about a guy who literally had three wide receivers yesterday on you're, his team. You're talking about comparing Tom Brady at the end of 20 years. I'm not even just saying Brady. I mean, look at look at Matthew Stafford when Golden Tate has Ten gone years down. In. Or that, that's fine. But what I'm saying no, is the difference is they've had we more. held them though. But that's where we held Deshaun prior to yesterday. And I'm not talking me and you. I'm talking about Texans fans. Coming into the season, the expectation for not us. I'm not talking about me and you. I'm talking about just in general. He was already, he was crowned. Is that accurate or was he not crowned? Yeah, I mean, there's pictures of him as Jesus. There's pictures of him as goats. Like, you know, so all I'm saying is, is we talked about it prior to. We did not expect him to pick up where he left off last year. We had that same exact right. conversation with Jordan Palmer. Well, he, it's, you know, one of, it's one of those things where it's kind of kind of slow in your roll. Every great quarterback has had bad games. Every great. Every great. Every there great. was no way that Deshaun was going to come in and his worst game of his career was going to be the Bengals game. No. And honestly, he still played better this game than he did in the Bengals game. If you go down and you actually break it out, we couldn't move the ball at all in the Bengals game. The only thing that he did in that game was break off that run. This game, there's a lot of bad. There His was a, throws were inaccurate as can be. Some of them. Every single one to Ryan Griffin, which was five, was awful. Well, I don't really know if it... Here's, part, here's part of the problem, though, with the Ryan Griffin throws. Some of them, I can think of at least two, or I'm sure Griffin ran the, the wrong route. Like, they just weren't on the same page. The only problem I... Because oh. you could see Watson throwing it to space, but which you, is part of... Part of those route concept trees is you go towards space and Griffin didn't. And I can't again, remember one route where he did not go into space. Literally not one. He was going into space each and every play. I promise you. Just rewatch them, especially I, I especially the first one that it looked like it, he airmailed. But the that one, one that, across the middle that I'm thinking about. Um, I'm talking about the one before that. No, no, that's fine. But that one, that should have been on the money and that should right. have been no, I'm a not hell just, of a play. The out that route one, in the corner to the end zone, that was an overthrow. If you would have dropped that in the bucket, that would have been seven. So the one over the middle, yeah, that was a horrible throw. Horrible. Horrible. I don't, I, I again, you don't know where he was throwing it to, but that was a bad throw. Griffin could have walked in. And that was not even that hard of a throw. The one in the corner of Griffin... Are we had, talking about the end zone? Yeah, in the okay. end zone. Had um, Griffin cut his w route to the uh, to the outside corner instead of the inside corner, he could have caught that. Like, there was lifted, there was... Where that ball was projected, though, there's no way, because it was projected yeah. towards the right end, end corner of the end zone. That's exactly where Ryan Griffin broke out. If you look at where Ryan, Ryan Griffin actually ended the route. No, he... He was overthrown. He went to the front of the end zone instead of the back. No, it was a if double you, move. If you watch him, he cut in, then cut out to the corner of the end zone. We must be thinking of the different plays. I'm talking about the overthrow. Were both Ryan Griffin and um, Hopkins were in the end zone? No, just Ryan Griffin in the right-hand corner of the end zone. Yeah, right-hand corner. If he went to the near post, 
Griffin went to the near post. The ball was thrown to the far post. No, no, he was like right in between. It wasn't even close to the to the bottom part. He was in the middle of the, of the end zone, heading towards the right corner. Again, this isn't going to work for podcast wise, right. but either way, yeah. whether whether it's no. Ryan Griffin or it's Deshaun Watson, right. it doesn't even matter. Well, it's like I said. It's, it's, I said in my notes that the two of them need to sit down and watch film together and get on the same page because they're not. And that's one of those things that also comes back to how many snaps he got during the preseason, how many snaps he got during life live coverage. And it also goes back to Deshaun trying to do too much. I think this, honestly, my entire point of this was this was one of those games that Deshaun just kind of needed to be humbled a little bit. And this is nothing against Deshaun, but I think he bought in a little bit to the hype. And it may, I I didn't really, this may even go back to how he was in Clemson. Sometimes he just, he, he wants. He was wanting to be the hero. He was always going for the kill shot. It, when you go back and you watch this game, on which I have, yeah. If you notice when we were taking what the defense was giving us, if he was just taking the throws that were there, instead of trying to force it down the field, we were moving the ball pretty consistently. It was when he was trying to get aggressive that he kind of played into the Patriots hands like they were baiting him into being more aggressive they were trying to get him to be aggressive and that's where we bogged down that's when he was holding the ball when he when he was getting the ball out quickly and they were taking those intermediate routes we were moving the ball just fine i i mean we can't say they were moving the ball just fine because of the way the game played out like obviously they weren't moving the ball just fine. There were multiple series where he didn't take a shot downfield and we were off the field. So we weren't moving the ball just fine. There were multiple five to six yard passes that were terrible passes. One to Bruce Ellington, which I can think on a slant. Another one to DeAndre Hopkins in the slant that was ahead of DeAndre. Like he was trying to lead him, but he didn't lead him properly. All I'm trying to say is I'm not giving up on Deshaun. I still think Deshaun is going to be a top tier quarterback in this league. And where I was going originally was um, it's not even that I'm upset with Deshaun. I am upset with Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien, and you touched on this, continues to make the same mistakes every year, game after game after game after game after game. It's all the time. And until those change, this team will never, ever be a contender. Ever. Ever. Until he evolves as a coach and notices and wants to, he, he can be as pompous as, and as much of a dick as he wants to the media. The media is actually asking good questions right now, and he wants to downplay them, which is fine. That's what he does. But when those questions are continuous and they're the same questions, maybe just framed a little different, it's that whole common denominator thing. He is the common denominator when it comes to a lot of this. The lack of preseason snaps is a huge issue, in my opinion, considering like it didn't even have to be against the Rams. It could have been the, the second game. It could have been the first game, whatever. It would, he didn't even play in the first game. He threw the ball once in the first game. Right. So, like, I don't know how he expected his franchise quarterback to be ready to play when he hasn't played. Coming off of an ACL injury, like we're not even talking about just rust. We're literally talking about also trusting his fucking body. To me, that's the biggest problem. It's not about just getting out the rust. It's about him trusting his fucking leg, which he's had both ACLs torn. 
There's some, he's not going to fully be confident in his body yet. Let him get there. But B.O.B. didn't do that. And that's a problem I have. And I also think the fact that... Well, what happens if Deshaun gets hurt during the preseason? Then that's something we have to do. But, like, what are the chances if that happened to Whitney Merciless or J.J. Watt in the, first, in the third game when they all played? They played more snaps. I think they did three series while Deshaun did two. What would we have been saying then? The same exact thing. Right. And, and so that's I, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm, he, I'm he's the no one different of a star than J.J. or Clowney or Merciless. It's, I don't disagree with you. I'm the one that always that has always talked about how they need more time for developmental for all players in the NFL. I'm the one that thinks that there needs to be some sort of minor league or some type of seven on seven. But we don't have that yet. No, we don't. But what we do have is a preseason. And right. However, I don't disagree that Watson needed more. However, I'm just trying to point out that I understand where they're coming from because we not kidding. We would have been out there, torches, gasoline. People would have ran Bill O'Brien out of town had Deshaun gone out in the second or third preseason game and gotten hurt for an extended period of time. Yeah, but you can't live your life on if, ands, and buts. Like, if you're living your life by if, ands, or buts, you're never going to succeed in general. Life is about taking risks. Football is about taking risks. Look at Philadelphia last year in the, in the Super Bowl. They didn't take their fucking foot off the neck of the Patriots. That's why they won the game. You can't just play it safe every time. That's Bill O'Brien's biggest criticism is that he does play it safe. He does not take risks. Unfortunately, when it comes to injuries, there's nothing you can do but just roll them out there and see what happens. Right. What would happen if you got hurt in the first during that fumble? And well, he would have scored his ACL. It would have been a regular season. That would have made it way better than if it would have been the. F- Unfortunately, the way a lot of people see it, yeah, it it would have. You just can't. You can't live and, your life like you that. You know, I, I don't. I don't disagree with your premise. Uh, that I actually completely agree with Bill O'Brien being way, way too conservative. He's like too it's making it's making me literally sick to my stomach watching him be conservative with some of his play calls, especially the punt that we just lucked into. That was However, pure luck. That yeah, pure luck. That it's was, not like Trevor Daniels aimed for his face. That was Riley McCarron who got cut because of that. Oh, did he get cut? He got then? cut. Did um, however, I mean, that's part of the reason I was so excited for Bill O'Brien is he was supposed to be an aggressive play, an aggressive coach that played with tempo that would go after the weaknesses of the defense. We haven't seen that once, dude. We've seen small, small, small glimpses. Consistently, I mean, is what right. I'm saying. We haven't seen it we saw it, I mean, we saw it against the Titans last year. It's and the we Titans. Saw it, like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's I mean, great. Yeah. We, we did it against the Titans, and we did it against the Browns. Like, awesome. No, Can we do it against some top-tier talent? No, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing no, with No, I know, you. I know. I, that wasn't aimed at you. That was just in general. It, but, but that's part of the reason why that I have defended Bill O'Brien. This is what I was waiting for. We have seen, we have seen glimpses of it. However, it absolutely terrifies me in a game where Watson needed more snaps. Just be aggressive. He needed more snaps. Well, when we started to get in rhythm, when we did the up-tempo offense and no huddle, you could see Deshaun was starting to get comfortable. But then we went away from it again. We didn't even do it when we were down 14. (laughs) Like, I I guess I just don't understand it. I I do want to throw this in before we move on from Deshaun and B.O.B. because we could, I think we can spend literally the next hour on it. You got another point? Go ahead. Well, yeah, my biggest fear when, and I brought it up briefly when we were kind of talking about um, Bill O'Brien and the new offense that he's tailored for Deshaun. Part of the reason that the college offense worked last year 
is Deshaun knew that instinctively. Right. He could just do it without thinking. Yeah. If you ever ask him, well, why'd you throw it to that receiver? He's not, I mean, they go, they go, they go, yeah, they go up on the board and whatnot. And he's, but their real answer is they just knew. Sure. And when he was running concepts that he was familiar with, when he was following reads that he was already familiar with and he never had to think, he was very, very successful. Yeah. I'm terrified, terrified. I don't think, I don't know if this has happened yet, but I am terrified of this happening with that big talk about the new offense with it's slowing Deshaun down because he's trying to process the new offense instead of just going out there and playing, especially when we have not seen anything to the contrary prior to this of him just going out there and playing and not being successful. That's fair. No, that's fair. And to be honest with you, if, and this is just me being I'm taking my like Texans hat off and stepping back. If Deshaun is not able to execute a new offense, I don't know if that says more about Deshaun or if that says more about Bill O'Brien. Because there's been multiple quarterbacks in this league that have had four or five different offensive co- Look at Cam Newton. He's had like seven different offensive coordinators since he's been in this league. He's never really slowed down during that. If Cam Newton can pick up a new offense, Deshaun Watson should be able to do the same thing. Now, should there be bumps in the road along that path? Yes, absolutely. But I don't know. I just... if. Hey, if the run game looks like that, it, like it did yesterday, and you could fit the rest of that offense around it, you'll have a hell of an offense. You won't need him to take shots downfield all the, all the game when you're averaging 4.9 yards per fucking carry. I don't know if we'll be able to repeat that, though, because the Patriots' run defense is not good. Right. They're just not. They missed a ton of tackles. But I want to say this before we get off of this. I, I will say this in defense of Deshaun, and you touched on it a little bit. If you give Bill Belichick five months to prepare for a team, he's probably the one coach in the league that's going to be able to take away your best player on offense. And that's exactly what he did. He literally contained Deshaun in a manner that I I don't know if I've seen in the NFL in quite some time. I don't know if I've seen Russell contained in the way that they contained Deshaun yesterday. It was very hard for him to get out of the pocket. It was. It they was did a absolute, great job. It was absolutely a, a master class on. It was almost like they took Deshaun's psycholo- psychological profile. Yep. They knew what he wanted to do. That's right. And they baited him into trying to do it. Correct. And then when he tried to do it, they had an answer for it. I agree. Bel- Belichick is the master at he that. He is the best at preparing in general. I mean, when it came to this new, like, I forgot where I listened to it, but when it came to, like, this new uh, new catch rule, like, or no, tackle rule, uh, Bill Belichick was like, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. We haven't tackled like that in 17 years. We've been tackling this way the entire time. Like, he's just always that kind of, he, he just prepares in a way that we don't, we don't see. Uh, so he was ready for Deshaun. He remembers what Deshaun did last year in Foxborough. He was not going to let him do that again. Well, so, last year in Foxborough, it's, what they did is they took away the middle of the field. Right. And Deshaun was able to... Throw it over top. This year, they took away the top. Yep. And for whatever reason, I don't know whose fault this is. Um, it was either Deshaun... I mean, it really was either Deshaun or Bill O'Brien. It, it was one of their faults. They didn't attack the middle of the field with the consistency they should have. Also, that pass to Vincent Smith was just a fucking bad throw. 
Johnson Smith? No, it, it was late. Okay, either if way, he, if that's he, throw, if he, he had to the, throw it like three seconds earlier. If he threw it on time and Vincent Smith could run to that ball. Because Gilmore ran all the way to the opposite, from the opposite side right, of the field. Right, right. If he had thrown it on time. But it was still a bad throw, though. No. Yeah, if it's well, late, it's a bad throw. Yeah, well, okay. because it was late. If he it's threw, still a bad throw. If he threw that ball before he bounced again. Bad decision. How about right. that? Bad decision. If he had thrown it at the beginning of his... Or Correct. Right, right, right when he hit, yeah. hit the um, back of his drop. Vincent Smith could have ran the, to the ball, I, I and he right. had, and he, he had, had a, a beat, and he had a step on the corner. Yeah, he did. He again. I don't know why Watson just held on, and it, all it is is seconds in the NFL. He held on for one second, one bounce. He bounced one extra time, and that's all it took. And it gave uh, Gilmore time to come up, and or was it the safety that came up and all no, the way Steve, around? It was Stephen Gilmore, and. So it's one of those. It wasn't that bad of a play. It was just very, very poorly executed. Bad decision. Bad decision. Uh, all right. Next. Uh, I think that's enough. Oh, and to all you fuck nuts that thought Bruce Ellington should be cut, guess what? He was the best wide receiver on the field yesterday. He still had three drops. Three he was, and, and he was still the best wide receiver on the, on the, the exactly my point. He was still the best wide receiver on the field yesterday. Hopkins could not get open no. until they moved into the slot. And, uh, and then that's another thing that honestly, Belichick does. And Ellington was open the entire game. I know. We had at least, I, I counted a dozen throws that have, again, it was one of those things why I, over my note, every single every single series held on to the ball too low, go through your progressions. If he had gone to his second progression, based on the way his head was moving, it looked like it was Ellington yep. every time. I know. Just a little bit quicker. Yep. We could have nickeled and dimed the Patriots all day. I don't think Watson likes the nickel and dime teams. Well, he's going to have he's, to get he, adjusted. He, he has shown <laughs> that he can, he's shown that he can. Yeah. However, I think that was last year when he was humbled being a rookie, and this year it was just his head. Maybe his head got a little too big. Well, maybe it was just a little too rusty. Well, he, I don't he went know. at Pat this morning. So did you see that on Twitter? Yeah, he he did go at Pat. He went at Pat this morning. Um. So he just he needed. I honestly, you need to have a bad game every now and then to remind you. Sure. Play within the system. If played within the system yesterday, things might have been a little bit different. Let's refrain it. You need to have those games when you're young. You know, when you're older and you're a mature quarterback and a mature man, you don't need to have those games to remind yourself. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to have a bad game to remember that how to play the game and approach it. It's when you're young and you're becoming a man and understanding the maturity aspect of being a professional. That's he's Deshaun old. right now. He's 22. Right. He's Let's keep only that in mind. 22. So if anybody, because I, I saw a ton of backlash about him going at uh, Pat on Twitter. Uh, look, he's young, dude. And he's won his entire career. Okay. He had a terrible game yesterday. He said, keep that same energy. It's really not that bad. All he's using it is for is more ammunition for him to get pumped up and go destroy the Titans on Sunday against Blaine Gabbert, which if we don't win that game, then, then, then... You're at that point. Then I at that point, explode because if we don't beat the Titans next week and Blaine Gabbard's and the fucking quarterback, you have every right to just. I'll, I'll sign the first. I'll be my the first name on the Bill O'Brien petition. Right. That if we, don't, is, if we don't win next week and it's the same sort of issues, then get your torches and pitchforks out. Correct. Even though it's week two, that's. I mean, you can still savor the season. At that point, it's yeah. And, and I think we also need to draw a line before the end of the season, John. I think if these. Same things keep happening with B.O.B. Uh, we're going to have to jump off that B.O.B. bandwagon. 
This, I, I think this is. I think it's already, fair. I mean, honestly, I've already got one foot off. Like to tell you the truth, and I've. Oh I've, wait, I've, what? I've already got one foot off. I've, oh, do you? Yeah. Again, I want to give I, one week. I want to give one game to him before I say I'm off. It's still, it's still game by game. However, if you look at the offensive coaches that succeed, like Peterson, like Arians, in my opinion, those are the coaches that I always enjoyed watching, and that's because they were aggressive. And when you're an un, and maybe it was because I'm also a South Carolina fan, I got spoiled by Spurrier for a while. Unaggressive coaches, it better be a defensive coach. Yeah. If you're supposed to be an offensive coach and you're not aggressive, that just doesn't that doesn't mesh to me. And I've given him grace on it because he's we had some had shitty ass well, quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. And agreed. horrible quarterback play. Agreed. I mean And crazy injuries. Right. right. And I mean playing quarterback in the NFL is so incredibly difficult. In order to kind of even get a basic understanding of what the defense is having to do, I have to pause and rewind a play several times. And quarterbacks in the NFL have to sit there and process that immediately, all while having a 300-pound man trying to kill you. Some of these guys are actually closer to 400 pounds, literally trying to kill you. But when you go, so you're, so I think it all starts with the coach. If the coach goes in and he's afraid essentially and that's what a non-aggressive offensive coach is they play scared right that contributes to quarterbacks but this mostly happens against the patriots like i don't remember like a time where bill o'brien truly in, in other games has 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 been this way do you think it's like a big brother like complex thing like he he thinks that bill's thinking this so i can't do that i got to do this like do you think that he's in his own head against bill because I honestly, I'm like, I'm trying to reflect and I can't think of another time where this, unless we're playing like the Patriots, I can't think of another time where we're truly questioning Bill. Like, seriously, think about it. I can't think of another game or team that we're questioning him to the level that we are today. You know, you're right. I mean, there's no other team that we've played. There's no other game that's gone down that way. The Brock Osweiler season, take that and throw it in the can because that doesn't count. I can't think of another game. I've literally been trying to think about it all day. I can't think of one game against another team where he has had these calls. But P- Patriots, even, he even, shrinks the fuck up. Even against the Seahawks last year, we did all question that last play. That way he should. That's the time he should have called the timeout. Granted, with that Seahawks play, we even came back to the... It looks right. like it was an RPO. Sure. And, and Deshaun... So we got to stop with the RPO stuff. That's yeah, got to go away. I we know. can't be that too. <laughs> I know. Okay, I heard it enough but I mean, all weekend. It, yeah. No kidding. I don't want to hear it ever again. And I'm but, going to. Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to have to. I know. Um, however, Seriously. With, other than that, we were even talking about how great of a game against the Seahawks he did call. He called a great game. You may be onto something. I mean, like, seriously. I, I, I really honestly hadn't put that two and two together until you just said something. Every time we'd get these heated arguments, end of the game. It's always Patriots. It's always the Patriots. Every single fucking time. It's never been any other time. He's just, he's just. I'm going to have to think. On he's in one. his head. He's in his own head against it, him. It might be because. It was funny. Everybody's talking about, oh, Romo could coach better than O'Brien. Because Romo would try and call the play. And then it would be. Opposite. The opposite. I know. So that kind of feeds into it. Because. Right. Belichick can see what Romo's seen. And. 
is Romo was Romo. I actually give Romo a lot more credit as a quarterback. I than a lot of player, a lot of people do. Oh yeah, I thought he was a great. quarterback. I think he was a great quarterback. Just bad luck. And he's seen out there, and he's he's recognizing things. It doesn't mean he can call plays. It means he can recognize sure. what's going on, and he can audible into a play. Somebody yep. else probably has to design the play for him. And the one that really stuck out is like, oh, they need to run it to the right here. And what did Deshaun do? He played action. Yeah, I know. So that could be just a second and of Bill O'Brien overthinking. So just think about last year. We didn't have this argument after the Chiefs game. No. And he threw for five TDs that game, right? Yeah. We didn't have the argument after the Chiefs game. We didn't have the argument after the Titans game. We didn't have the argument after the uh, Seahawks game. And those are the three losses were the Patriots, Chiefs, and Seahawks. So just something to think about. Maybe on to something. All right, let's talk uh, real quick before we, we move to the defense because you think they had a perfect game. Um, perfect. Yeah, those are not that's the what you said. Uh, <laughs> all right. The offense outside of this, Sean, though, um, the line, I know people are like, oh, the line's just got. I'll tell you right now, if you watch that first half of football, the line was not bad. The line was not bad. Line was not the problem at all. And honestly, even after Henderson went down, Rankins was doing okay. He wasn't amazing. But if you look at the rushing stats from the second half to the first half, the rushing stats were 10 times better than what they were in the first half. The offensive line is going to be a a work in, in – in, what is it? A work in – Progress? Yeah, work in progress. I don't know why I was going to say project. Um, it's going to be a project too, though. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if Franken's going to be the answer. I honestly am very – I'm very concerned if that's going to be the way we move and we move Julian to the opposite side. Because I think we're going to hurt his development now. I, I really liked I, I really liked the tape he put on in the first half yesterday. He was really looking like a tackle, and we've been saying that now all off season. What well, are you going to do to him there's with been, him switching? Because there, you could see that when Deshaun was moving around, he wasn't able to keep up. Right there was, I guess it was rumors that uh, it was actually floated by Pat, um, that. The long-term plan is because Rankin has better feet right. than Henderson. They would put Rankin at left and move Henderson. Not Henderson. Davenport. Davenport. They would move Davenport to right. That like that was the long-term plan. Right, and I remember looks like, that. And it looks like it may have been sped up based on yesterday. I mean, if you think of it in traditional roles, Rankin is the better pass protector and Davenport's the better run blocker because of his length, right. which is typically how you do left tackle, right tackle. At this point, it honestly doesn't matter. It's just who, where do they both play their best? The way Deshaun moves and the way the the pocket's going to move with a mobile quarterback and the way that defenses now move their pass rush around, it really doesn't matter who's on the left and who's on the right as long as they perform. Yeah. So. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it works out. I'll tell you what, the guard play, though, 10 times better. Yeah. And our the guard play was yeah. great. Offensive line, I mean, they had their moments. Sure. First time playing together. It it wasn't on them. No, I agree with you. Uh, and then Lamar Miller looked like a real running back. He looked completely different. It wasn't even it, it wasn't even like he just looked different. It looked like he was more aggressive himself. Well, it's amazing what happens when you don't try to run it up the center guard gap. I, I, did they even run that once? They I can't remember one dive. <laughs> they ran essentially a lot of C and B gaps. Yeah. 
very, very few A gaps. Yeah, so pretty much they're running off the guard, they're running right. off the tackle, outside. not running off the center. Touchdown was what? Outside. Right. What have we been saying? Run it outside. Um, yeah, so what Lamar looked good. I know. And 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 Alfred Blue looked good too. They both looked really good. Uh so yeah, if that can continue, well, I think our offense will be fine. It's gonna be I mean it's the perfect complement to any offense and to any quarterback is a good run game. So um yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do with the tackle position, but if that's what we end up doing, then I guess we'll just have to we'll have a full year of it and then next year we'll just be better at the tackle position after a full year of Rankins playing. Uh all right. Anything else on the offense? I, I think I, we're I think we're done. We I think the two tight ends. I, th- I think the two young tight yeah, ends. Oh, I, I, for, I, for rookies to show yeah, up yeah. on their first game and yeah. play like that, that well, you and, don't see that. And Deshaun's best throw was that Aikens, no Thomas uh, corner route to the yeah. uh, outside. That was a beautiful, he beautiful touch. Dropped it right in the basket. It, it was exactly where it needed to be, uh, and that was a great route ran by Thomas too. So. Uh, well, I'd like to see more of them featured in the offense, and I think we will probably. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't really think I had anything else on on the offense. No. Um, all right, defense. Uh, I'll let you start because I think I have more criticisms on the defense than you do. Well, you want? Let's start with the first half, so that way we can be specific. I I have a lot of criticisms on the defense. So oh. don't get me wrong. Um, however. Our defense this year, our defense is going to be really good this year. Yeah, but we knew that. I mean, our defense just straight is, up. Our defense be really is good. better now after yesterday because Kevin Johnson's not on the fucking field. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. He's not on the field. It's better. Like, Kayvon Webster, get better. Shastri, come up from the practice squad. IR Kevin Johnson and let him debate his life for the rest of the year. I don't care about that. This is not, this is a fucking business. He is not a good corner. No, he. he, he I, I and I'm gonna when the all twenty two comes out tomorrow. I'm literally gonna post. I'm gonna I'm gonna screen record and I'm gonna show you because I saw it today. There were at least three plays where he's looking back to the safety, wondering where am I supposed to be. James White touchdown was one of them, and then the other who was it? Was it Moncrief or Dorset? Dorset, yeah, Dorset. Dor- the Dorset touchdown. He had no idea where to line up. Yeah, he he's an awful corner, an awful corner. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm I'm off that bandwagon completely. It's not even like a wait and see anymore. It's No, it was one of those where it was all hope. Yeah. And my exact note is you get somebody in there to replace him that just plays fundamentally sound. Correct. And we're way better. And we're we're fine. I agree with you. Those Um, safeties are going to make up for a lot of that. Yeah. Matthew was out there just... Balling, dude. Balling. And cursing. Cursing KJ out. Oh, that was the best I've seen. We need he that, got, he, by the way. He got coached up harder by Matthew than I think he's probably been coached up in the past. But that's what we need. Right. We need that hungry anger. Like, no, you're not just letting yourself down. You're letting us all fucking down. Either come out there and play yeah. or don't. No, um, and you can tell the Patriots were targeting two players. Kevin Johnson. And Whitney and, Merciless. I know. I know. Why the Excuse my language on this. You no, know, just do it. Because I've dropped a lot of them. Just don't make me, Why make the me feel better. the fuck was Merciless in coverage so much? Clowning was too. I know. <sighs> Those two just need you to know, pass rush. <laughs> it's really I, simple. I, I get it. Um, it's I get why. John. It's confusing. Who's coming? Who's dropping back? Oh, Clowning's dropping we back. Should... Merciless dropped. Well, I know where I'm going. I don't know how they're, that was they're, good they're, tr- they're trying to keep the same personnel on the field. Right. Where, in my opinion, I mean, Romeo Cornell has forgotten more football than I will ever know. 
Oh, he, and he's ten times better. And these are just little bleeps that he's always had, by the right. way. Every, ever since he's been a coordinator, he's always had these little things. However, if I had one question for him, I would just ask him, why don't we just rotate our pass rushers, especially against teams that are not running um, no huddle, yeah. and leave out some of the guys that can actually cover. So if you put, essentially play closer to to a 4-3 and have Cole, Merc- Cole, Merciless, and Cunningham all on the field at the same time. Well, we have the personnel that can, we could really, if you wanted to do what you're saying, we have a 3-4 personnel and a 4-3 personnel. Right. You could put Cunningham well, and Cole on the outside. We we played a bunch of 3-4, we played a bunch of 4-3, and we even played a bunch of 5-2 yesterday. The problem was the wrong personnel was in each formation. Right. And just rotate the pass rushers, yeah. keep them fresh, yeah. so they can go out there and be as greedy as they want to be. I agree. And then the, we've got two running... we got two linebackers that can cover. They, I, they, I, I know you have issues with I don't Cunningham have issues... No, no, no. I don't have issues Gronk. with Cunningham. I just had but Cunningham shut down Hogan. Agreed, and that's what I'm saying. I, I think you, I don't have an and issue with Cunningham. I honestly, the only linebacker that we had that could truly cover Gronk was Cole, and Cole is too small. Yes, Dylan Cole is just too small. That's the issues you have when you play Gronk. It just fucking sucks whenever you play Gronk because when he's healthy, this is what happens. You need to play him towards the end of the year when his knees have been all busted up from being cut blocked all year. But until then, when Gronk is healthy right now, he just runs over everybody. There's just, you just can't, it is what it is. But we do have the personnel that can, we have personnel that can actually cover run backs, most tight ends. Yeah. And linebackers aren't supposed to be able to cover receivers, and they did that just fine. Agreed. Agreed. Um, however, they picked on Kevin Joseph, Kevin Johnson, Kevin, Kevin Johnson and... Whitney Merciless yep. in passing all day long. Yeah. And Zach Cunningham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, okay, I'll tell you the the one thing that trips me out about this team, and, and it's every time we play the Patriots again. The Patriots offense is built off of crossing patterns, underneath routes, and slants. That's their entire offense. When you play off your corner 10 yards, when you play off your receiver 10 yards – and they cut to the inside. And then the other wide receiver that was lined up in the slot is a crossing pattern from that outside wide receiver cutting to the left side. Guess what? When you're playing man, that left corner is going to get lost on that slant every single time if you're playing 10 times, 10 yards off. You're never going to be able to beat the Patriots if you do not jam them. Ever. If you look at all of the plays yesterday, we I, and I counted and I made sure I watched mm-hmm. The only person that pressed, and it's because he's supposed to, was Colvin in the slot. Outside of that, every single corner was playing 10 yards off on the first year, first down yard line, and that was it. And guess what? Every single time was a slant on the inside or a crossing pattern to the outside, and they were open every time. And it's because, first of all, our corners aren't very fast. We don't have fast corners. Right. I don't know if that's known or not known, but Jonathan Joseph isn't fast. Jonathan Joseph has never been fast. He's a technician. Right. I don't understand why we can't jam the receivers. I really don't. Especially when you have a pass rush. When you have a pass rush and you're able to knock the receivers off their route, literally that's that's exactly how the Patriots beat the fucking Rams. Well, the issue that we've had, and it was kind of why I was hoping that they didn't move Decode to safety and then cut him, is our corners are neither fast right. 
Nordstrom. Correct. <laughs> so you've got little guys. If you try to jam them too much, that's fine. They're they're going to get burnt. Essentially, we are. But they wouldn't have yesterday though, because they weren't playing strong wide receivers yesterday either. Like Chris Hogan's not pushing Aaron Colvin or Jonathan Joseph. Right. It's and either it, is Cordero Patterson. It, what our corners are good at, other than Kevin Johnson, who I hope is just so, on the team again. You know, so Jonathan Joseph, what he's good at is essentially taking away the in a zone in zone coverage. He's Correct. essentially good at taking away those two underneath yep. throws by himself. And he does a fairly good job of that. Unless you work playing the Patriots. However, we just we don't really we don't have the personnel to really bump. I'm fine and with not bumping then. Play closer know, to the line. They and they would and they would have just gotten toasted. Would they have with our safeties? Yeah. I can't I don't know if I can say that anymore. You know, with this safety group, maybe not. Right. But in the past they would have in been the toasted. past we may yeah. have. So because our safeties those, are actually fast. I, I mean, I don't get it because Cornell was the defensive coordinator when the Patriots destroyed the greatest show on turf. And that's how they beat him. That's right. exactly how they By beat straight him. up abusing him. Correct. And it's, that's why the five-yard rule is now in effect. And it's an underlying philosophy with every Belichick team that you watch. They try to get the extra hits in. They try to punish the other team. Yep. We don't really do that. Like you, you especially watch that on their offensive line against our pass rusher. Like yeah. the constant chipping, the the extra cut blocks. Like there's a part of the reason why that Clowney disappeared for so long, is his legs were getting taken out from him every single play. Yep. And Clowney loses his aggressiveness once he takes take away his legs a couple yep. times. Um, he just at this point he doesn't know how to go low to pr- protect himself. And they straight up abused him, and then there were several bad holds on him. They were holding. Oh, they the held amount, him in JJ the almost all day. And the amount of face. It was crazy. Of, Reader was getting held. Dude, I I was actually blown away. They the amount they really could have called it just about every other play, and for whatever for whatever reason, I'm not getting into this conspiracy theory. Right, I don't I don't think that that exists, but I think that it was more the conspiracy theory is more they were trying not to blow as many penalties. Because they wanted a game for TV. Penalty-filled games are not good games for TV. No. And the Patriots always push it to see when the the rest will start blowing their whistle. And they were not blowing their whistle yesterday. Nope. And we didn't we didn't do it in turn. We should have done it in turn. Maybe that's why we used to always keep a fullback is so we can do do it in turn to them. Um. And then other comments on the defense. The first half. That was JJ getting the rust knocked off. He was playing too aggressive, and he wasn't maintaining gap discipline. And he also looked gassed. And yeah, he looked. He gassed. was on the field a lot. However, in the second he second half, things started to click for him. Yeah. He wasn't getting fooled on when it was a run versus when it was a pass, and he was starting to make plays. And he's also never been great against the Patriots. Just yeah, throwing that same out thing. There. My th- whatever. Th- There's film of him being right. triple teamed. So, I mean. Not in this game. One of the things that JJ was always the best at is he always seemed to know. He was always really good at guessing what the next play was going to be, and he just he didn't have that. And so when you watch him, especially in the first half, he played very, very, very undisciplined. Um, again, that I think that's everything. That's that all the bad on. stuff. That's all the that's I, I honestly think that's all the bad stuff. Uh, I want to, I, before like we go move on, like, I want to talk about the good things that we did see in this game. 
Because there are actually quite a bit of good things that happen in this game that we should be able to build off of. Brad Seeley coming over to run the special teams already shows that it's a 10 times improvement. This, yeah. that, I honestly think that was the best special teams game as a whole, as a whole special teams unit that we've played since Bill O'Brien's been here. And shout out to Tyler Irvin. Like, I, I, told, I told you guys all. Yeah, you he, did. You stood by him. I did stand by him. And he... He Both looked, in the return game and as our third down back, he looked good. No, he did. And he also, he had, and Bill O'Brien actually said it today in his press conference, either his press conference or an interview, but he, he had some cuts that I, I guarantee you if he's watching the film, he wishes he would have made because there was a ton more yards on the field. But it was his first game, full full returning of punts and kickoffs, and he looked he looked a, a ten times better. Return yards for a Texan. Him and one, yeah. Oh, or, sorry. It was the most return yards for the first game of the season by a Texans player ever. And then only him and another, I forgot who the other returner was. Uh, they were both tied for best uh, best return average uh, yesterday in the league. So uh, I want to say it was maybe Tyreek Hill, probably Tyreek Hill. But probably Tyreek Hill. I don't know. Tyreek Hill's just, just disgusting. We'll get into that later because we are going to have to go uh, talk about the entire league. It was a good day yesterday. Um, so special teams look great. Kaimi looks fine, which is great. That was good to see. Uh, he was consistent. And then uh, Trevor Daniels was, is a good punter. Uh, I'm not sure if that ball would have gotten blocked if that was Leckler, but it still ended up on the 20, so I, I can't really complain. Uh, special teams look good, which is great. The defense, the second half defense, is what I expect to see from our defense moving forward. I think you're right. If we could literally just get somebody who's fundamentally sound to take KJO's spot, which I think we have on our either our practice squad or on our roster with either Webster or Shashery, I think our team, I, I, I think our team is going to be solid all year on defense. I, we just have too many players now on defense to for us not to be, and too much depth. And, and we also had people who weren't active that were that are going to be impact players. I mean, Edge Ford did not play yesterday. On top of that. The guy that we've been talking about all season, DJ Reader, had a freaking solid game. A solid game. And that's beyond nose tackle standards. It's very rare that a nose tackle gets to the quarterback the way that DJ Reader did yesterday. So him coming up the way he's coming up, and then you add to the fact that JJ's back, Clowney's there, and Merciless is there. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. And if they can figure out the linebacker personnel like you were talking about with the 4-3 and everything else, if we can if we can find the right personnel for our 5-2s and, and when we run a 4-3 or 3-4, you're right. It's going to be confusing for a lot of teams. The good thing about our team right now is our schedule for the next two weeks is soft as hell. We play the Titans with Blaine Gabbert, and then we play the Giants. After that, I think we play the Colts. So I don't think it's going to be – I think that's the worst time we can play the Colts, to be honest with you, because luck looked good yesterday. Yeah. And he's just going to continue to look good, and he's going to get better. So I'm worried about week four. But I think week two, week three, we should have two Ws. We'll be 2-1 and one going into Indianapolis. Jaguars will lose a game. So we should be going in tied for first in our division going against the Colts in week four. Then after that, we play the Cowboys, who looked awful yesterday. Uh, the schedule is very favorable for um, us. The schedule schedule opens up, and hopefully we take advantage of it this year. Again, our defense has a ton of depth. We just we need to find one more cornerback that just plays fundamentally solid corner. And we'll be good. And No bullshit. The best quarterback we play the rest of the year is Carson Wentz. 
Not not even joking. And that's if he's even playing by then. Well, that's the it's like the second to last week of the season. But yeah, but yeah. So I mean, if you look at the remaining quarterbacks we have, it's Gabbert, Manning, Luck, Dak, Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill, Case Keenum, Alex Smith, Blaine Gabbert, probably Baker Mayfield by that point. Poor Browns, <laughs> just poor Browns. Andrew Luck. Sam Darnold, that could be a good game because uh, they, they look like they have a defense too. Uh, Carson Wentz and, and Blake Bortles. Okay. So we really have a favorable schedule as far as the quarterbacks that we play. Um, I just don't – just put the pitchforks away for right now. Put them, in the, put them in, the, in the closet. Close them up. We saw a lot of positive stuff yesterday. I know it sounds like we're angry. I'm more angry at just like the more – the, the easy things that should have been fixed, I guess, is really like yeah. the, the problem I have. And anybody else that's listening to this and is still angry, I'm not I'm not talking to you, yeah, yeah. to you, James. Go back and rewatch the game. Believe it or not. There's a lot of good. You, when watching the game live, it just felt like we we're getting our asses kicked. We we're about we should have gotten boat raced by the Patriots. But when you go back, slow it down and, pay, and not watch it with as much emotion. Yeah. Maybe even watching it when you're already just down. Sure. There's really two plays that the game really changed on. And if those two plays go any different. The fumble. The fumble. Is one for sure. Oh, actually then three. Okay. Because the fumble is, I mean, that was the start of the game. Right. I think the gas came out of Deshaun literally at that point. You right. could see the way he was laying on the ground. Yeah. Well, he just went. He was like, fuck. But I'm talking about the, uh, the miss throw. Over the middle to Griffin on fourth and five. Yep. That was an open touchdown. We connect there. Yep. And the Gronk catch. Yep. Catch in quotation marks. Was it a catch? I don't think it was, but after watching an all day of football. I didn't watch all day. I did. I watched all day I yesterday. Had to watch and a stupid Cowboys fan game. <laughs> all day yesterday and all day today. Um I I don't I don't know what they would have called it. And you know, just the bad juju that Houston as a city has after the Astros call last night. I re- really don't know how they would call it. Yeah, I don't. I, I, um, I don't so that's maybe catch. why I'm not as mad at Bill O'Brien about that play. I'm just I'm I'm more mad about the excuse that he used. Sure. And I, I get it that Talk he was he was he was pissed off at the end of the game. Yeah. But for him to say not my job, that that pissed me off. But that's and the that's type gonna, of that's thing. gonna that's gonna haunt him for a long time. It's gonna come back to bite him. That's why he had to step, take a step back today. Yeah. His 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 press conference today. A lot easier. A lot of more explaining. Right. More in depth. Blah blah blah. Yeah. It, it's your fucking job, Bill. It, it's your job to save the team and put them in a place to win. And if that, if you would have called the timeout. Or you wouldn't have, I don't know. But if you wouldn't have called, if you would have called the timeout and it wasn't a catch, guess what? You're racing seven points, probably. I mean, I would have been happy. Because wasn't that third down? Or second? No, it was second down. It was second down. It was second down. Um, but it was second and thirteen. Yeah. If that catch doesn't happen, like I, if that catch is called, first off, in defense of Bill O'Brien, for not for not calling the timeout. First off. The Patriots are the only team in the league that are going to get down that far down the field, 20, quick. 24 yards down the field, get in and be able to snap the ball and run a play. It's because they practice it, John. They practice everything. 
20 years together, 20 years of the same system. They practice this, it all, John. I know, but this is why they're able I to know. do it. No, it's you're, just, right, you're right. It's just it, that it's, continuity it's I agree. that they have that nobody else in the league has. On top of that, you have Brady, who is the greatest quarterback of all time. Agreed. Nobody else gets down the field with that discipline and, and pulls that off that quickly. I agree with you. O'Brien couldn't challenge it because it would have been a penalty. If he does challenge it, he gives the Patriots more time. At that point, it's like I understand you call the timeout to reset your defense, but if you call the timeout, the clock stops. The clock was running, and the clock was on our side. It's just one of those that the argument for resetting your defense, is it doesn't matter if Brady has 10 seconds or 30 seconds. It's Brady. So put your defense in the best position. I get that, but at the same time, I do get that's also the O'Brien. easiest argument, by the way. The easiest, yeah. No, I mean, no. You're what you said about Brady. Like that's like yeah. the easiest argument to say, right? And I, I, again, I I get why he didn't call the timeout. I get why you don't get flagged. It wasn't his job. It was the guy in New York who was supposed to, and the refs' job to call. The he play and stop. It. He should have worded it, and he should have worded it differently. But I have never worked with anybody in my entire life that has ever said that isn't my job. Anybody then, says that, I've always looked at them differently. Exactly. In my my like my entire life, I, I've been managing for almost twenty years. Yep. Anytime anybody's ever said that to me, I knew that that person wasn't going to be around. Long. I, I typically would fire them. <laughs> so, it, I know he was pissed, and I. Probably never worked with anybody. He had and a that's Kanye West moment. Yeah, there. he said however, something quick without actually thinking. However, I think that he would have been better off to just cuss and get fined by the league than to say it like that. Because I think he was. I agree with you. I think what he was trying to say is he was trying to make a jab at the refs. That's exactly what he was doing. But he stopped himself, and that's why it came out. You're exactly right. The way that it did, however, that it did it burned my skin, and if it wasn't for today's press conference i would probably been just as heated as you were yelling and screaming about it earlier but uh that press uh, conference to me is like a saving face press conference it, like, it I, was i really honestly didn't believe anything he was saying no i believe i mean well the answers that he gave were legitimate so you have to believe it yeah but but you knew that coming you knew that last night yeah there's nothing you didn't learn anything new today that you didn't know yesterday right because this was this was after halftime so you had time i, I guarantee you you watched that catch during halftime and probably made him more and more mad. Probably did. I, you know, that not my job. He that could have. Even thinking about it, it could be he yelled at some of his coaches in his booth because apparently the coaches in the booth said it was a catch. Well, I'll and tell you I right now, know. it's he gave us a meme for the rest of the season because if this season goes this path, like the 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 path that we were on yesterday, and it goes that whole way, the city will be calling for his head. Yeah. I, that meme's not going away. I haven't seen it at an actual meme yet. I've seen people use it. I haven't seen like a picture of like, oh, winning football games. That's not my job, but I can see it coming. Yeah. It's coming. And that's his fault. That, it's going to be annoying. It is. It's going to just be. But annoying. the one thing, John, that we need to focus on is winning cures everything. Literally, it will cure everything. If we go to Tennessee next year, put, next week, put our, our foot on their throat like we did last year, and it's the same exact repeat performance and we do the same thing to the Giants it's going to be everything else will be fine we'll be back to where we were but if we go into Tennessee next week and lay an egg or we play them like we played Jacksonville last year in our opening game if we go to Tennessee and we play scared like we just did against the Patriots it's not going to matter 
the season's over at that yeah. point. And I hate to say that. I hate to be that fan. I really do. I hate to be that fan. But if we go to Tennessee and lose to Blaine Gabbert, just, just know that that's just the way it is. And I hate to – but I honestly don't think that'll be the case. I do think we'll go to Tennessee. Yeah. I think we'll we'll knock them off real quick. They're, missing, they're missing their starting left tackle, their tight end. Their and best tight end, who is also their best pass blocker. So, and best pass catcher. And best pass catcher. So – uh yeah, we we'll go there and we'll handle business, and I think we'll do the same thing with the Giants. The Giants scare me a little bit because I, I just you just don't know what Eli you're gonna get, right? And we don't have anybody that They've can got, cover Odell. So and then Evan Ingram's another problem. So the Giants have a lot of weapons. They if, have a lot of talent. If um Saquon Barkley, if Watson Watson's gonna get his groove back at some point this season, he's gonna go on another hot streak. Um, that's a game for at the start. Oh, I wanted to start before. So we can go into it with it. <laughs> I want him to have it against yeah. the Titans because I don't know how we're going to cover OBJ. Because the Giants game should be a shootout no matter what sort of... I don't know. Our defense is really good. Our defense uh, is really good. We may be able to get to... Their tackles are bad. Yeah. Eric Flowers is our tackle. So. Flow- Flowers and Soldier. Dude, right. We dodged, we dodged a huge bullet. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't sign Soldier. Oh, my God. Dude. Even now. Did, looking, you, did, like, you, did yeah, you watch it? I did. Dude. All right, so let's go around the league real quick. <laughs> any, any, anything else we need to add for the for for the fans? What what can we say to let them know? Like, just watch the game. Like John said, seriously, just watch the game. It, it really is a lot better on film when you're only paying attention to the game and nothing else. Yesterday, I watched the game. We had the party at the house, and I honestly couldn't pay attention enough. I'll never throw a party ever again. If, uh, if you really can watch away. it condensed and you just see the plays. Well, all 22 and you don't comes to, out tomorrow. Yeah. So if you guys sign up for a free trial and NFL Game Pass, you'll be able to watch the all 22, and you'll get both angles of, of the plays. It's not so bad. It's really not. Um, I agree with you. So, all right. Let's go around the league a little bit. Pat Mahomes looked uh, really, <laughs> really, really good. <laughs> Pat Mahomes looked really, really good. Yeah, no, I know. He looked really, really good. Really, oh, really good. I just good. have to get a good chuckle out of that. No, yeah. he, he, he looked really good. Y'all gave me a bunch of shit about him, too. Well, yeah, because we were going through the hot streak of Deshaun, so it's like, yeah, okay, Pat's going to know. You're... I, I'll say this. Deshaun in uh, in the Andy Reid offense, uh, probably not fair, to be honest with you, because I think he's better than Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He's more mobile. He doesn't have the cannon arm that Mahomes has. Um, but, yeah, Andy Reid Andy Reed definitely gets the offense going just with any quarterback he what has. What was amazing about Pat Mahomes is they took the uh, they took the same offense they were running with Alex Smith and ran it and added an extra five to seven yards to every single route in yeah, depth. And it worked. And it works. I know. And it works. <laughs> it's yeah. just ridiculous. He, he, looked, he looked phenomenal. He did. He looked good. Uh, and I actually picked the Chargers to win that game because I, I just I the Chargers have a lot of talent. I, the they are not a, they are not a pushover team. No, they're not. They're going to be a good team, and they lost. But that that offense in in Kansas City's uh, it's something I, else. You know, I'm still when you sit there and you really break it down, and if you take Watson last year when he was playing, if you not this game, but when he was playing with anticipation, and you could tell that he wasn't thinking. Yeah. I would I would take that Watson. My my fear is what made Watson so good is he just he instantly recognized the defense and he threw with such anticipation that he has a quick release with great anticipation. Well, he had the quickest release in the draft. Yeah. 
So when you put those two things together, that's why Watson was so good. Yeah. Yesterday, just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. And he honestly does not have the arm talent that Mahomes has. Mahomes will probably never recognize defenses as well as Watson, but Mahomes has an arm where it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I know. He can just, he'll throw it through the defender, and I, I think know. he did a couple of times. Yeah, he started the needle a couple times yesterday. He just, yeah. that guy, your hand isn't going to stop. No. <laughs> that ball catches you. Yeah. Uh, poor Browns, dude. Poor Browns. They played like, a hell of a game. They did. And honestly, I think that team, like, I've said it from the beginning, I think they're going to win at least six or seven games. They should. They have They, they have, have a squad, have dude. Talent, they dude. do. And Miles Garrett looks like a man possessed, dude. He looks like a man possessed. Potential defensive player of the year type player. Right. He oh, really yeah. looks like that. Uh, but yeah. And then the, the Steelers. God, for all you guys that drafted Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I hope you didn't spend $65 on it. I didn't. Did you? Nope. Oh, I didn't either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's a, that's just a weird situation. You think he'll end up being traded? After the game that Connor put on and James Connor. He's a, he's a good running back too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ben sucks. It. If I was in the Steelers, wait, wait, let's go back to the Browns. Denzel Ward, bro, dude. Oh my God! Everybody was saying that the Browns reached on him at four. It looked like it during the preseason. Not anymore. I know. And he was covering your boy, Antonio. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, crazy. Trying to think of what else happened in the league yesterday. Well, Denver won. Case looks like he can play quarterback. Yeah, which is good. Denver, I mean, Denver actually has a squad. They should actually be pretty decent. Um, they have two rookie running backs, and both of them look really good. Yeah. Um, if you wasted a draft pick on Devontae Booker, just get rid of him. Because both of the Denver running backs look legit. Ryan Fitzpatrick put on another show. I love, I love Ryan How does anybody not love Ryan Fitzpatrick? Seriously. I really do wish we would have kept him I for wish we had, two years. I wish we had broken the bank and brought him back as our backup this I, year. Oh, yeah. I, I really do. I, I wish we would have kept him the year that it... He is the perfect backup. He is the perfect if you're, backup. If you're looking for a long-term solution, he is not it. No. The magic always runs out. But he has these games once or twice a year where... Oh, it's just beyond that. Words. Was the Titans game just in another jersey? I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, how about the Packers game? God, you know, Bears. He is a, you know, he's a beast. Yes, he's a bad, he, he, bad man. He is a bad man. But you know, like I, I was, uh, I was trolling or strolling, not trolling, strolling Twitter, and uh, man, Bears fans were feeling themselves. They were feeling real good. And then that Khalil Mag pick six, and they were like, "This is it. This is when the dynasty starts." And then number 12 comes back on field, and it's like, no, this is where the dynasty ends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first half... The, God. the first half, the Bears looked like a squad. They did, and Nagy... And, they, and Nagy, Nagy... He Bill O'Brien did. Yeah. Literally. Well, I mean, I'm sitting there like, I love the Bears' offense. This I said the amazing. same thing. I... I I literally I was gonna come in the, here. O- the only reason that I continued to watch it after the first half is like, I wanted to see more of the Nagy offense. And then he took the foot off the gas. And and freaking Aaron Rodgers hobbles out on one leg. That Jerome Allison pass 
Get out of dude. here, dude. Get out of here. So, yeah, when I was watching the game, I was like, oh, look at Nagy. Wow, that's what it's like. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to start with that in the podcast tomorrow. This is what a real offense looks like. This is, this is, and then I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> my angle was taken, my angle was taken away so quickly. I was like, no, you guys are literally just the Texans, but in the Midwest. Oh, that had to be oh. so painful. Their defense looks legit. Like the Bears. They They'll get better. They'll get better. Yeah. The Bears are, are going to be that surprise team, I think, this year. But Aaron Rodgers mad. Never. Just don't bet against him. Dude, yeah. Uh, Cowboys? My brother, really... my brother is a Packers fan. Is he? Yeah. How is that? He well, He's he not liked, from Wisconsin. No, he likes he liked Brett Favre, and now he liked Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. He, I guess growing up where you guys grew up, you didn't really have a team. Yeah. That I makes know. sense. I mean, in South Carolina, you he, he tried to go for the Falcons for a little bit. And yeah, when I tried to convert him to a Texans fan, he's like... I'm not going for a team without a fucking quarterback. Oh. And so that's... So he's one of those fans. So he was like... Can't ride through the bad times. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just... You know, he adored Brett Favre. He actually rooted for the Vikings for because for, he just adored Brett Favre. And then Aaron Rodgers came around and batted his eyes. What and a blessing. He, ju- he just melted. And sure, I would have too. He, he just... <laughs> I would have melted. I still melt. He's not even my quarterback. Uh, the Cowboys look literally pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, there's there's really no other. There's I no didn't other watch word. any of the Cowboys. So I had to watch the whole game because unfortunately, four people that came over to the party were Cowboys fans. So I, I literally had no choice. I think this is the first Cowboys game I've ever watched in its entirety. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched an entire Cowboys game. Uh, yeah, their offense is awful, awful. Dak is not a good quarterback. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I've thought that for a while, but I really don't think he's a good quarterback. It's check down Dak. And that defense is freaking awful. Do you see like Cam Newton just like tossing? Did you see that thirty-seven yards? I didn't see any of it. Dude, he was just like throwing people to the ground left and right. He, yeah, he literally was wrapped up four times and broke the tackles. I'll watch the condensed version of it tonight. Oh. Um, I usually do watch. Don't waste your data. Don't. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't watch any of it at all. Um, Ravens. Dak. I mean, Dak has shown. Flashes. Flashes. However, he's... They've always been able to do it by simplifying his reads. Lots of play action. Um, He was entirely dependent on Zeke. Last year without Zeke, of course, he looked horrible. I was interested to see how he would look this year with Zeke back, but they have... Just looking at that roster, they have no talent on the offensive side of the ball. None. It's Zeke only. And their offensive line is hurt. All three of their star offensive linemen are hurt. And then what their defensive was always smoke and mirrors anyways. Mm-hmm. So I, I was kind of curious to watch them just to kind of see where they're at. Um, I've got a lot more confidence that even if Deshaun has regressed, we're still going to beat them on Sunday night because our defense is just... Yeah, our defense is going to destroy them. Yeah. Um, plain and simple. I mean, just there is no talent on that team. No. Uh, the Ravens put up 47 points yesterday. Ravens looked good. Yeah. They looked really good. They did look really good. Joe Flacco looked really good. He looked like, you Joe know, may, maybe it takes, I've heard somewhere that it takes about two years to get over a back injury. Really? Yeah. How long has it been for JJ? Two years. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, Bucks. Jags barely beat the Giants. So. And that's just because of Blake Portal, so. So what are you going to do? 
Uh, oh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G looks human. He looked human against a great defense, though. Still looked very human. Great defense. Vikings have a good defense. And Kirk Cousins might be that yeah. final piece for them to be able to take out Philadelphia. Because uh, he looked really good in the purple jersey yesterday. Uh, yeah, I really I really like the Vikings. Diggs and Thielen look great. The Vikings, like I, I, I even said at, the, good. said at the beginning of the year, or beginning of preseason, if you get game pass, the team that you should watch after the Texans yeah. is the Vikings. You've been saying that for a while. Yeah, they they're good. Uh, I'm trying to think what else the Titans suck. Uh, Colts lost. Yeah, the, I'm disappointed. Colts in, lost to the freaking Bengals. I well, come on. You just glanced over the Titans sucking. <laughs> Is there another way to end it? <laughs> well, I, we had high expectations for the Titans. We, we thought, based on the talent that they have on their team. Yep. We knew that it would be the Vrabel special, but they're gonna underperform their talent again. Well, if Mariota's hurt, there's nothing they can do. But if Mariota's hurt, I don't know how they can sign him to an extension. I mean, this is—is yeah. is this the fourth year? I, I don't know how you. I don't think you can unless you sign him. Unless he signs for like a real home. So you don't discount. Th- They'll pick up his fifth year. You think they'll have to pick Dude, up they, his fifth year? It's Tampa Bay didn't pick up Tampa Bay didn't pick up Jameis, and Jameis has at least been there well, on field. Mariota's never on field. I think that at the right now they're both playing their fourth year because they're the year after Clowney. Clowney's on his fifth. They're both on their fourth. This is their fourth year. Right. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the season is when they decide whether or not they're going to pick up the fifth. So at this point... Tampa Bay already came out and declined it, though. You know that, right? I thought that was just a rumor. No, no, no. They, they declined it. Okay. And he may not even start. Dirk Cutter came out and no. said that he doesn't have a starting position for sure. Yeah, that I'd heard. Okay. Um, however, with Mariota, even with the injuries, the fifth year option is just so cheap for a quarterback. Isn't it still like twenty million? I mean, for a quarter? No, it's yes. like sixteen point five million. Hmm. But because of their draft positions, but that's so much cheaper. I just I can't see them not. However, with Mariota's injury history, I could see them maybe possibly exploring trading him. I st- but I just for him, though. You, you never How do you know. Trade for something like that. Well, Mariota, I I found I thought that he could be a quality. I still think he can be. Um, I mean, talk about inaccuracy issues. I'm wondering if he's out there. Yeah, would kind of my fear with Mariota is if had they done. He's very similar to Watson, except he's actually a better runner than Watson. Yeah, he is. Not as strong of a thrower as Watson. Correct. Which. People argue with me all the time, and I think that's just other prejudice coming through. However, I thought with this offense, I'm seeing what Watson did, and coming from LaFleur, coming from L.A., where there was a lot of play action, that that's kind of what they would be relying on, and and they haven't. Yeah. I mean, the preseason, they looked horrible. Yesterday, they looked horrible, and then he got hurt. Yeah, but it was only an elbow. He, he might be back. And. Uh, was it his thrown elbow? Yeah. Okay. Then that that could be serious. Let me ask you this: If you're Tennessee and he's going to be out for six to eight weeks, are you sending a second round pick to New Orleans? They wouldn't take it. But you don't I, think they take a second? They traded a third. No, they were, they're not. They're not going to take it. Really? I would offer it, but they're not going to take it. Because mm. Bree still has another year under contract next right. year. 
and, and Teddy's a free agent next year. Yes. I would send it. I don't think they're going to take it. I don't know how you, but they can't sign Bridgewater to a long-term deal if if Breeze doesn't if retire because they don't have enough cap. Yeah, they're they're in a tricky. I, I think they traded for him for trade leverage. I think they traded for Bridgewater knowing that somebody's going to. I, I mean, I, I I would try it. Like I think that that's a great idea. And it would actually kind of scare me because I think Bridgewater... I think Bridgewater would be fine. I think Bridgewater would be better than what we saw from Mariota yesterday. I think... The Titans do have a lot of weapons, even losing Walker. I know. So. Hmm. All right. What else we got? Colts looked all right. The Colts did look fine. Andrew Luck looked like Andrew Luck. I mean, there were some plays that he'd like to have back, but... I, I honestly, I know people want Andrew Luck hurt and the Colts to suck, but dude, I really want Andrew Luck to be good. I want Andrew Luck to be good, but I want the Colts to suck. Yeah, that's impossible if he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Those two just don't go together. It should. Why doesn't not go together? Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of concerned about the Colts. Yeah, I am. We've too. said it from. I mean, we've said it all off season. If, if Luck is healthy, they they're st- probably the team. They have no depth whatsoever, but Andrew Luck is a. He's that good. He's good. He's that good. Yeah. And I don't know, dude. I, I The Jags defense did not look like the Jags defense. And it was against the Giants. Defensive performance is the hardest thing to du- duplicate year in, year out. That's yeah. what was so amazing about our streak, relying on the defense, is you just – it's hard to do. Yeah. Um, scheme – the entire job of an, a, a defensive coordinator – is or an offensive coordinator is to look at what the defenses play, what they play to their strength, and design routes to break that. And there is literally a route that can break every single defense. It's just a numbers game. Yeah, I am absolutely. The more that I read these coaching, these coaching books and smart football books and things like that, I am more and more amazed at how many quality defenses there are out there. Yeah, because it is really hard to play the defense in the NFL. Yep. So any team that is trying to build their identity around defense, it's going to be hard for them. It, it just is. There's the way the NFL has become. There's not enough players on each team. All fifty-three players should be active every week, and they should have they should have a minor league team. Like the practice squad should belong to the team. Like literally belong. Like they are signed to that contract. It's just. The Jets put up 48 points right now against the Lions, just FYI, while we were recording this podcast. Well, uh, the Lions, uh, we knew were going to be horrible, but... Yeah. We thought... How Isaiah many points Grell, are, how many points is 102 the yards and two TDs, and Sam Darnold is 14 and 19, 175 yards and two TDs. And Matthew Stafford has done four, four interceptions. Jeez. Yeah. Interesting. What are the Raiders going to look like tonight? I'm excited what's, for that game. What's that offense going to look like? Is it going to be like 2002, like full on, just run the ball, grind them out, take them through the Gruden grinder? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm actually excited to watch it. I'm excited to watch Rams. That's really like the only, like. I think the Raiders are going to be awful, awful, awful. You don't think so? I don't know. I hope they are. I think Derek Carr sucks. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of Carr. Um, not no. big. I'm not honestly a big fan of Gruden. No, I'm not either. 
for all you fans that maybe wanted us to bring Gruden in when we were going through the head coach thing, not to offend you, but that would have been a terrible decision. Yeah. No, I agree. I'd, I've never understood why people are so obsessed with him. However, I am interested because he is, he's trying to do, take it back 20 years. Yeah. And I just want to see how it works. Yeah. No, I mean, it could work. The offenses, offenses today are less, the way the West Coast offense used to work is you went the way on their drop back. That's how they went through their progressions. They weren't really reading so much the defense as they were reading Literally one player at a time. Right. And the way those plays were kind of drawn up, if executed properly, they were truly indefensible, but they were very, very, very hard on the quarterback. Yeah. And a lot of everybody talks about how complicated offenses are nowadays. A lot of that complications is actually they kind of simplified thing where you kind of read, react, you find your safeties, you find your linebacker. And then you look for space. Yeah. You're not trying to do bounce, read, bounce, read, bounce, read. So to me, it's just going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I, I just want to see. Are you going to get Mike Lombardi's new book that comes out next week? Yes. Yeah. Have you already pre-ordered it? Um, maybe. Okay. I'm still... Because re- then I don't I've think you'd it if you did. Well, I, I do Audible. Oh. So. All right. Uh, maybe... Well, uh, I mean, uh, you, is it an audiobook? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just log in as you're logging. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I can... Dude, I have so many. Do you really? Dude. Okay, I'm going to need that. (laughs) Just give it out on the air. (laughs) I know, right? All Um, right. Uh, John, are we going to have the new intro music for the game? For the the podcast I've got time now. I just sent you the link. I've got time now. Okay, so we're going to have new intro music. Yes. I'm glad we're starting it now, not not last week. Yeah. It's a new season starting this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Season two of Texans Unfiltered begins today. We'll try again. find us on wherever you just listen to podcasts i don't have to go through that spiel anymore just google texans unfiltered will pop up however you need us to pop up uh you can visit our patron page uh, www.patron.com backslash texans unfiltered if you love what you hear this gives, gives us an opportunity to invest the money back into the podcast if you subscribe to us uh if so great thank you so much and, and if not hey keep listening maybe eventually you'll want to but uh with that uh, for the garnet texan i am young Ari gold signing off for texans unfiltered we'll catch you guys next week